Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed, it is a sort of homecoming. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer in the 630 Chad Studios. The Edmonton Oilers uh, flying back last night after the game uh, in Colorado, and it was a thriller. Edmonton uh, now 13-0-1 in their last 14-game winners of eight straights. Could it be a potential Western Conference uh, matchup? Well, I'll take that. Colorado's got a real good team. We know that. They'll be tough to beat. Uh, the reigning Stanley Cup champs, highly entertaining game, even though it was low scoring and low scoring has been the modus operandi for the Edmonton Oilers in terms of not giving up a lot of goals against just four in their last six games. Four game road trip, they gave up a goal in every game. That's it. And as a rule of thumb, and most of you listening to this show right now probably realize this, you only give up one goal in a game, you're probably going to win. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Back in town after a 10-day road trip, a sort of homecoming by you two to open up today's show. Uh, we'll have a complete recap of last night's game. Brendan Escott was with me. He is on the other side of the glass as we speak. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations today at 1235. You and a lot of you will have a lot of open line time on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Canadian Music Hall of Famer Burton Cummings and his band take the stage at the River Creek June the 8th. Tickets and more information available at rivercreekresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Head down to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. You can reach us on Twitter. I'm available um, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, can't ask for much better than what we've seen out of the last 14 games, can you? This is remarkable. I mean, this is everything slotting exactly into place right now. And they talked a lot about peaking at the right time. I don't know you could be feeling any better about your game heading towards game 82 and soon 83. Uh, you know, it's funny, and you would remember this, but after the Edmonton Oilers lost on January the 9th to the LA Kings 6-3, 
Uh, that day before that game, I put a tweet out. The Oilers were 21-17-3 and in their first 41 games of the season. And I mentioned that the Oilers had been a second-half team for the last three years. And then the Oilers uh, got touched for four uh, power play goals. But the team went down swinging that night. And, uh, and frankly, uh, it was a little bit more animated than maybe some people realize. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, I was like, wow. I'm going to be interested to see where things are going to go. And where they've gone is the Oilers since that night have had the best record in the National Hockey League, around a 790 winning percentage. Um, I did look at the schedule. I did look at the Pacific Division and think that the Oilers were going to make some hay, and they have. They haven't lost a game in the Pacific Division in their last 14. And again, 13-0-1 in their last 14 games overall. Colorado had a couple of their top dogs not available, including Kale McCarr, who right now is, I think, the best defenseman in the world. With all due respect to Eric Carlson, who's going to win the Norris Trophy this year. It was a slightly different matchup, but Edmonton's a lot different team than they were a year ago in the playoffs. Part of the reason why I thought Edmonton could make a push in the second half is inevitably the Oilers' goaltending had to get better. It just couldn't stay at the rate that it was at. And... All you need to do is look no further than what's happened here with Stuart Skinner, who since March the 1st leads all NHL goalies with 13 wins. He's 13-1-1, a 2.46 goals against average and a 9.19 save percentage. He has a minuscule 0.74 goals against average in his last four starts. Here's a stat for you. I want you to think about this. He has stopped 116 out of 118 shots. But he's only got one shutout in those last four games because the goal that was scored last night on him does not count as a shot on goal. That's an own goal. If you look, if you go right now on NHL.com and look at his last four starts, it'll show you that he's got 116 saves on 118 shots that he's faced. So, I, I, you know... Either I read that wrong at 5.45 in the morning when I couldn't get to sleep, or conversely, uh, that's that's how it is. So bottom line here is uh, there's some good things happening with the team. It's this simple. When you put a streak the way the Oilers have put this together, okay, when you've been this good of a squad for what is now 39 games since that 6-3 loss to the LA Kings, when you're that good, it's not fluke. You're just that good. They're a good team. They're a better team than they were last year. Uh, Matias Ekholm has played 20 games for the Edmonton Oilers. He's plus 26. He's got four goals. He and Bouchard were terrific in last night's game. There's another reason why they have success. So we're in Colorado. The team flew after the 6-1 victory against the San Jose Sharks. We got into Denver, I don't know, 9, 9.30. Off day on the Sunday. Monday, the team practice. The power play is record-setting. I think it's after last night's game at 32.4%. It's record-setting. It has a chance to be, like, unless they go like 0 for 4 or 0 for 5 against San Jose tomorrow night, the likelihood is the Oilers will have the, the greatest single-season power play in NHL history. The record's 31.9-77-78 Canadians. So we're watching practice, and it's a longer-than-normal practice on Monday. And guess who's out there at the end of the practice working on the power play? McDavid, Drysettle, Nugent Hopkins, Bouchard, okay, Hyman. And they're moving McDavid and Drysettle and Nugent Hopkins around so they're not in the staggered spots. Like, you watch Washington's power play, and it was all about taking the shot away from Ovechkin, and then they put Oshie in the middle bumper. 
right? You watch the Jets' power play when it was really good, and Wheeler was the guy that passed it off the half boards um, in their 1-3-1 formation. And there's the Oilers with McDavid and Drysaddle. And if ever there was a power play that probably didn't have to put some extra... Now, they'd only gotten a couple power plays in the two previous games, right? They went 0-1 against Anaheim and 0-1 against San Jose. I think it was the mercy rule from the officials in those games because the Oilers, you know, the game against Anaheim, Edmonton was playing their sixth game in nine days. They won 3-1. But they're sitting there working on their power play like 50 minutes into the practice at this time of the year. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, on the Sunday... You know, McDavid and Drysdale sitting there, you know, that now when we say they have an off day, it doesn't stop them from, it's an off day on the ice. Doesn't mean they're not training off the ice and doing cardio and stuff like that. So it's pretty impressive. Um, they got a chance. Their best players are real good. You hear them talk a lot of the time about adding wrinkles in there and how they keep things fresh. You got to add the wrinkle. You got to add a different look. That's how they're doing it. What did we find out after the game last night? We found out that Bouchard told, uh, Connor McDavid told Bouchard, don't pass it back, you know, sell it a bit. And sure enough, JT Confer had to take the pass away in the four on three. Now, McDavid did that sequence where Connor got the call. In the past, I'm not convinced the exact opposite scenario happened to Connor in his rookie year in Toronto against Nazem Kadri. Kadri hooked him, got inside positioning on him, and then drove the net and scored. It should have been a penalty to Kadri, but it was a wily veteran play by Kadri. I remember in overtime, and Connor was not pleased. He was a rookie in the league at that time. Well, last night, it was Connor McDavid slingshotting himself past Bowen Byram. Byron's basically a rookie, and he had to hook him to reel him in. That got Edmonton the power play. Then they get on the four-on-three, and Bouchard does a little shimmy shake and decides, hey, I'm not going to pass because Confer's taking the pass away to McDavid. And the one thing Bouch can do is shoot the puck. Don't forget, he hit the crossbar earlier in the game as well on a power play. All right, so we got lots to get to. Again, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 1 o'clock. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, our top story. Uh, For legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. 13-0-1. That says it all. Eight straight wins for the Edmonton Oilers. That's their top story. They're going good. Now, who do they play? Here's the scenarios. You got them at three different options right now? So, hypothetically, if Edmonton wins tomorrow against San Jose, and San Jose's in Calgary tonight, an 8 o'clock start on TNT, I'm not quite sure that's what they were hoping for when they put that schedule together. Two teams that are out of the playoffs. Still can't believe Calgary's not in the playoffs. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, if the Oilers beat San Jose tomorrow and Seattle beats Vegas in Seattle, Edmonton would claim top spot in the Western Conference and play the Winnipeg Jets. If Edmonton beats San Jose tomorrow and Vegas wins, then Edmonton plays the LA Kings host the LA Kings. If Edmonton loses to, uh, I guess it, it's almost irrelevant what happens. If the Oilers win or don't, regardless of what happens for Edmonton, there is a scenario. Yeah, there's a scenario where I guess what would have to ha- Edmonton would have to lose. So if the Oilers were to lose to the Sharks, the Kings were to lose to the Ducks, which right now seems highly unlikely. And Seattle beats Vegas. In that scenario, Edmonton would play Seattle. So those those are your three options. And the Oilers hold a hammer on everybody because they got the most uh, regulation overtime wins this season. 
So, which should not be lost on people. Frankly, Edmonton's been a little bit unlucky in overtime. Otherwise, they might be first right now going into the last game. Instead, they're second. All right, we're going to go into the orders now. Audio Vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Cam Moon on the call last night. The Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche here at the Ball Arena. He was looking to get to the net. It swept off his stick. Scores. That one went off a Bukestad stick through the legs of Skinner, and it's 1-0 Colorado. Just a bad all-around sequence, and Byron makes a difference when he comes back in. This D, they got three guys that can really skate. I, I'd even say four. On the right wing, Fogel brings the puck in. He'll get it across to McLeod. Takes it to the left, drops it. The one-cover! Scores! Matthias Eckholm follows the play. And the Edmonton Oilers have tied this game at one. McKinnon's going to come out with it now with some speed. And over the Oilers line, he'll drop it. The shot on oh, the save by Skinner off of Randman. He came across to the left side. Puck goes in behind the Colorado net. Byram takes a solid hit from Yamamoto. And then another one from Kane. Stepping up was Johnson. Then he's going to take a solid hit from Nurse. Came in there and just ran him right over. And for the third time this season in as many games, the Oilers and the Avalanche will have to go to extra time. Puck goes to McDavid on the left wing, back to the point. Bouchard brings it to the middle. Now he'll go to the net. He'll shoot! Scores! Evan Bouchard walks in and gives the Oilers the 2-1 victory in overtime. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, there you go. And as a result, the order has improved since January 10th. We're now looking at 39 games to a record of 28. That's right, 28, 5, and 6. That is a 795 winning percentage or points percentage. That is the best points percentage in the National Hockey League over the last 39 games. Uh, the Oilers are averaging 4.4 goals per game uh, during that stretch. That's obviously number one. Their power play is uh, clicking along at 34.2%, which is 6.8% higher than any other team over the back half of the season. That's pretty good. And they are shaving goals against uh, down, to say the least. Just four goals against over the last six games. Jay Woodcroft, Oilers head coach. Jack Michaels put a tweet out about a week ago saying that of coaches that have coached over 100 games in the NHL, Jay Woodcroft has the second best record in NHL history. You can add a little caveat to that. 
coaches over about the last 48, 49 years, Jay Woodcroft has the best record because the guy that did it before was Tom Johnson in Boston. Jay Woodcroft on the overtime win last night. It's game 81 of the regular season. It's a, I thought it was a heck of a game. Fans got their money's worth. I thought it was well played. It wasn't run and gun and uh, taking needless chances. It was a workmanlike uh, win. Nobody got impatient with the way the game was being checked. Um, you know, in the end, we found uh, the key play at the right moment. Um, but I think the more games we play like that heading into the playoffs, the better it is for us. Woodcroft added some additional perspective on the style of play versus Colorado. I think we're playing a, a patient game and taking what's given to us while at the same time still being on the front foot, not just accepting pressure or accepting another team coming at us. We're on the front foot, but we, we're not forcing anything. Um, we gave up a golden night. It went off our own stick and in the net. Um, but, you know, I was quite pleased with the way we worked, uh, cl- quite pleased with the way we checked. I thought our special teams... Um, you know, a penalty kill was excellent against an unbelievable power play, and uh, our power play got it done when it mattered most. And uh, the Oilers are getting playoff ready, according to Woodcroft. The more games we play like that heading into the playoffs, the better it is for us because, um, you know, we call these dress rehearsals. We got one left, and, um, you know, we're pushing to finish as high as we possibly can. Um, You know, and we came into this building against the Stanley Cup champs. This is uh, how we expected to play. 28 saves for the 28th win for Stuart Skinner, who had these comments on playing in close, high-pressure games. The whole group in here loves it. Um, the fans were really loud tonight, especially going into the third period, uh, especially the last five minutes, OT. I mean, it, it really felt like a playoff atmosphere game. Uh, it felt like a playoff game all around, and I thought we did a great job on the, just the way we handled it. So um, big two points for us. And Skinner also had a, uh, these thoughts on the Oilers' confidence level right now. I think it's a good time for us to kind of get rolling here. A uh, good time for us to definitely feel good about your game, feel confident. Um, I think everyone in here is kind of been feeling that way um and you know it it is important to feel that kind of feeling um it's kind of an unspoken feeling but uh it's important to have that going in especially the first round drafted and developed prospect out of the third round in 2017 Stuart skinner huge fan favorite edmonton evan bouchard i think is starting to get people to believe in buy-in uh he's got uh 18 points now in the 20 games that matthias Eckholm has played with him as a parent, he played 22 minutes last night, scored the GWG and OT, and Bouchard was asked, was that a playoff preview last night? It was kind of a playoff style. We know this team is a good team. It's a team we can definitely maybe see in the playoffs, so it, uh, to show that we can beat these guys is uh, it's huge. And goaltending is a huge factor, and Bouchard, had he's got history. He played with Stuart Skinner down in the minors. He had these comments. Yeah, he's been uh, unbelievable for us all year. And, again, tonight he was stellar. He's the one who kept us in the, uh, the game when there was breakdowns. But uh, I think the way Eckholm said it was it's great. He's calm back there. It gives us confidence, you know, get up in the play, knowing uh, Skinner's going to make a save for us. Speaking of Matthias Eckholm, he too played 22 minutes, scored his fourth goal as an Oiler, plus 26 in 20 games. Um, talking to several of the media that were working the national broadcast uh, in the States last night, um, Matthias Eckholm, the most impactful addition made to one specific team. What do you think, Brendan? Is that a fair comment? Yeah, I think we can suffice say that. No okay. doubt. Uh, Eckholm had these comments on beating the Avalanche last night. 
It's, it's obviously nice to, to put some debt in their minds, and I think um, we're a different team this year. They're a different team, and um, there's a new story to be written. I don't pay too much dividends in what happened last year. Um, other than that, I, th- I think it's it was a tight, hard-tracking game. I think that we deserved the win in the end. I thought we were the better team, and um, that was obviously great to see versus a really good hockey club. And Ekholm added these uh, this perspective on the Oilers' improved defense. I think it's something that we're we're just buying in right now, and it's great, it's great to see everyone sees what what the results end up being, and and uh, maybe tonight there was that at times, especially in the first day, they got some easy breaks on us, but but other than that, I think we're we're defending well. I think we um, we're trying to do the right thing defensively before we go on the offense, and, and it's playing dividends. All right, so the Oilers are in the position that they're in, and it's a pretty good position. Uh, they're going pretty good. Again, the best record in the NHL since January 10th. I mean. You're talking three months now. It's not fluke. I mean, you could sit there and pick apart, well, stuff. You know, they're 13-0-1 in the last 14. Is that enough of a sample size? That's a pretty good sample size. But it's not a 39-game sample size. And uh, the end result is uh, the Oilers are where they are. Brendan, let's uh, take uh, 45 seconds here and bang off NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. What you got? Three games in the league tonight. Islanders looking to secure a point and the final playoff spot in the East against Montreal. Uh, Oilers, of course, hosting the Sharks tomorrow, 7 o'clock on 6.30. Chat. our coverage starts at 5.30. Boston Bruins set a new points record, reaching 133 with a win over Washington last night that broke a tie with the 95-96 Red Wings and 18-19 Lightning. The Bees are uh, 64, 12, and 5 this year. Neil Pionk fined $5,000 for cross-checking uh, Marcus Johansson. That was last night in that nasty Jets versus Wild game. Ryan Hartman still has a hearing this afternoon. Did you see the hit? Absolutely terrible. That was terrible on Ehlers. I'm going to tell you right now, that hit 30 years ago in men's league happened three or four times a year. Where was so, the puck? So what? <laughs> what do you mean, so what? That's he, interference. It's, yeah, he's going to get suspended. Yes. I'm just letting you know that's how the game's changed. Like, I know guys that would have no problem if a guy was chirping or being an idiot out on the ice uh, f- finishing a hit when the guy wasn't. Because you, you need, that's just the way it shows you how much. And we should mention, Ehlers had got, gone after Kaprizov a little bit, and that was Minnesota's got a tough They got after it. How about Adam Lowry? He can fight. Yeah. He did a good job in that fight against Reeves. No problem. He's a damn, but uh, yeah, it's a suspendable hit by today's standard. It used to happen all the time. 25, 30, 35. Guys driving around Edmonton know right now what I'm talking about. Absolutely stuff like that happened back then. Div 1, Div 2, Alberta Mins, all the time. Okay. <laughs> It, that was supposed to be non-contact, and that used to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll just wrap it up with the WHL Player of the Year nominees. Not that there's really a need for it. Connor Bedard, of course. It goes by divisions. So Bedard, uh, Jackson Berezowski from the U.S. Division, Everett Silvertips. Kai Uchaz uh, from the Central Division. He plays for the Red Deer Rebels. And Logan Stankoven's 97 points out of the Kamloops. So it'll be Bedard and Stankoven. They'll yeah. be the two finalists. Oh, yeah. All right. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn and uh, Mark Spector coming up at uh, 1235 on Orders Now.